Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. On this week's episode of After the Snap, we will recap some highlights from week two around the NFL. That leads us into week three, which means it is Ferguson Bowl week. We will talk all things Dolphins and Bills on the pod today. To round out this week's episode, we will provide an update on the Albert Pujols as well as the Aaron Judge home run records. It's time for After the Snap. Let's go. Every snap is an interview. After the Snap. What a snap. And keep your mouth shut, 50! I lead by example. With Blake and Reed Ferguson discussing life in, out, and after football. To be able to leave walking away with a degree and a championship, uh, it couldn't be any better. Yeah! Well, you can take this boy out the real south on a bunch. Can't take the real south out of my voice. And now here we go again. Twist a little bit deep because you got thick skin. Blake, I for one, I am so excited about Sunday. I'm excited to come and see you. I'm excited for some warm weather in Miami but first off we have you to will get you will get plenty of that get the warm weather but first off I need to address the fact that Aaron Judge is on the brink of history okay I've got the game on I'm in my office I've got the game on on the television in the den right before I came in here I watched him bat in the third inning I think it was he struck out but he is sitting at 60 homers 61 is the American League record, Roger Maris, my all-time favorite player. I have the game on my phone. I'm keeping up with it on my phone. So, so if he comes up to bat. You have it on the TV bat, and on the phone? Well, the TV is in the living room. I cannot oh. see it. So and I'm following it on my phone because I was watching it before we got on got before got we started it. recording. I'm not really sure. So Aaron Judge, for all those who aren't familiar, Aaron Judge has been on pace basically all season to break the American League home run record of 61 home runs. He's at 60. He hit 60 yesterday in the bottom of the ninth, and the Yankees, Giancarlo Stanton, actually hit a walk-off grand slam after Judge's home run. So, like, he hit he hit number 60, and it wasn't even, like, the most famous home run of the inning, which is just bananas. Yeah. But uh, And we'll hit on the Judge... 60th home run ball later in the episode because I have a, an opinion I think we will share, but I'm interested. It kind of ties into last week's episode with the couple that caught Pujols ball, but I have a, an opinion on the ball and the the kids that traded it in and kind of what that looks like. So we'll hit that later in the pod. But uh first off, we got to recap week two, two big huge, wins, huge big wins, wins for the boys, big wins for the boys. Unfortunately, only one team will come out on top this weekend, but let's get on the board. Miami over the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens in B-more, 42-38. You guys come back from three touchdowns to the start of the fourth quarter. Give me 
spread the vibes. Give me get what were the vibes I need I need the breakdown. There were so many vibes, dude. So <laughs> many vibes. Dude, it was it I can tell on Im- TV. I was watching it on TV. So many vibes. Immaculate, immaculate vibes. vibes. There's no other way to explain it beside or or talk about it besides <laughs> the fact that it was just an incredible display of team win, I guess is the is the way to describe that. What was the score at halftime? Was it 14? Like, what was the difference we were, at halftime? I think we were 10 down to 14, maybe, maybe two touchdowns. Okay. And so at the end of the truthfully, third. Truthfully, I don't even, I don't I even don't remember. I don't even remember. To me, it never felt like that we were, like, out of the game. Out of it, the game. I, I, it, I agree. I was watching on TV. I never felt – I felt the same thing. Let's see. Uh, so we were down – we were down three touchdowns at, at halftime. It was 28-7. The way the offense was playing, it never felt like that we were that we didn't have a chance to to win, despite the fact that we were down three touchdowns twice. Like yeah. we, it was twenty eight seven. We scored to make it twenty eight fourteen, and then it, and then they Is that scored the again. Touchdown? I don't, I don't remember. There were there were six of them that Tua threw. Uh, in case you uh, weren't counting, dude, his gritty. Let's talk about his gritty for a moment because I heard him on the sideline talking about it afterward. And he was like, dude, I did it too fast. He was like, I did the, he was like, I did the gritty too fast. He was talking to maybe one of the other tight ends. And I didn't know what he was talking about because when (laughs) I, when he scored the touchdown, like I'm running out onto the field looking for, you have no idea. You're not watching the extra point spot. Yeah. Right. There are so many other things in my brain. At that point in time, I'm not even watching the the celebration unless it's in my direct line of vision, right? Like right. the Waddle one at the end was I was coming off the sideline. It was directly in front of me, and I saw that. But Gaseki, he was like, "Dude, I did it too fast." And and so then so then after the game, I see the video of him just like dad grittying across the field. So it's and it's hard to watch. It it was. I don't was think that I have done watch. it. For fun, yeah. At practice, and I think that I'm the worst. His might be worse than mine. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like I know I'm. I am self aware enough to realize that I can't gritty. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because it was bad. I had he was sprint. He was sprint grittying, sprint grittying, and he was like crouching too. He, Crou- was, like, he was like sitting on the toilet. Remember the you remember the cat daddy, like the wheelchair yes. dance <laughs> where you like you yep. like bend your knees and squat down. That was like what he was doing, but grittying, grittying, amazing, hard to watch. I had a friend send that <laughs> clip to me today, and he was asking where the dance came from. Mm. He what he didn't realize was that I was on the team that started, started that it. whole thing. Yep. Like Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase originated the gritty in football. They're one of I think one of their buddies from New Orleans like created that yeah. dance on social media, and then they brought it to football as a touchdown dance in the 2019 season, and then it's just exploded from there. Justin Jefferson is on Fortnite doing the gritty. Like, I think they added it to ins- FIFA. It's insane, and so it's a celebration um, of FIFA. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm glad you brought that up because it was it was hilarious when 
uh, Coach McDaniel sh- showed that showed that uh, him grittying over and over and over in the team meeting Fantastic. on Monday had to had to show that. But overall, just I mean, such a cool way to start the season. Obviously, played played week one, but just a just a good momentum builder for us going into week three. I think the last thing that I would say about just this this past week was Tyreek sort of showed how special he truly can be. He, I think, like had cramps during the third quarter, like didn't play mm-hmm. during the th- third quarter. Like they were trying to get fluids in him or something. And so he like comes back in the fourth quarter and just dominates two, two long touchdowns. I mean, when he's, when he is at his top, nobody can guard him. And it, it's, I mean, it was really special to watch him as well as Jalen Waddle just, just going back and forth for pretty much the entirety of this game. And as a result, Tua got, he got slimed today. He was the, not only the no AFC way. offensive player of the week, but he also was like the Nickelodeon offensive player of the week or something. <laughs> the MVP. And so, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever the award is. And so I think, uh, uh Mitch Wilkins, Trubisky was the MVP oh, one time. So people like when he was on our team last year, that was yeah. like his nickname was like the oh, MVP. Gotcha. Yeah, so so Christian slimed him after practice. Today. Oh, that's pretty. Christian cool. like presented him the award, and then he and like five other guys had the slime containers and just just drenched to it. What is the? What's it? Is it like water? It's like goo. It's like green goo. But like, so you did it know. outside, obviously. No, it was in the indoor facility. <laughs> Like I was turf? talking to the guys as we were walking off the field. I no said, the, "I said the field, the field guys are going to be so mad." Well, that so was my mad. question. If it was out yeah. on the grass, like, is that dissolve? No. Does yeah. it kill the grass? I'm sure, like, there's a way to. I'm sure there's a way. It kills the grass. It can't it be good for your skin. But yeah, there's no way. It, like, is I'm sure it's just water. Some sort of it's water. Got to be some kind of water based yeah. something. Um, goo, goo. Yes, very gooey. Tua, as well <laughs> as like a quarter of the team got drenched because it just became a goo goo party, a slime, slime throwing session. What's up slime? It was was pretty funny. Did you touch the goo? Um, I, so Tua Tua was charged with breaking down the team after practice. And I like touched his arm instead of doing like the whole thing, like in the middle of the, I like touched his arm and just like felt it on my finger. That was like all that I wanted. That was the same. That was it. And it was just, I mean, it was, I don't know. It was gooey. It was slimy. Weird. Weird. We. Yes. uh, Played the next night. uh, Yes. We played the next night. We beat the Titans 41 to seven. It's been a few years since we played them in Buffalo. I think we played them in. 18, let's see, eight. we played them in eight, 2018 was the last time we played them in Buffalo, and we won on a game-winning field goal. It was the only one that I've had in my career, not in the preseason. The only one that counts. 19, we beat them there. 20 and 21, they beat us in Tennessee all three all three. 2020. Years that was in Tennessee. 2020, 2020 was, the it was delayed. Tuesday night, right? Yes. It was delayed because they got 
the whole team got sick or something like they had, they had a big outbreak. Yeah. Um, and they had to re, they had to reschedule their game with Baltimore. I think is who it was. They had the same bye week as Baltimore later in the season. So they rescheduled that game. Um, and we played them on that Tuesday night and they, uh, they beat us and then beat us last year on the Josh Allen dive play that mm. should have been a first down anyway. Uh, but we won't get into that. Uh, so we beat the Titans 41 to seven. I'd say you um, guys made up for it. The vibes were, week. as you said, immaculate mm. home opener. You guys had yours last week. The Monday night was ours. There was an incredible amount of people just all over Orchard Park all day long. We had a, we kind of have, we, we have to go to the, Facility for walkthrough like midday. I went back home, came back for the game, just going and driving around town. It was bananas. I mean, people were, there was a guy I was driving into the stadium the first time and it rained a bunch early in the day. So I think there would have been more people if it didn't rain. It rained pretty hard, but it was perfect for the, for game time. When I was driving the first time to walkthrough, I was passing some tailgaters and there, there was a guy with a tent set up on the side of the road and he had a barber's chair. And are you, so are you familiar with the Von Miller haircut? The triangle. Yes. The triangle on the back of his head. How can you not be? The sign said give, he was giving out free Von Miller haircuts to Bills fans. If that's not like a, perfect definition of Bill's Mafia on a game day. I don't really know what is. It was Just, hilarious. I mean, there the were so many people. Is the dedication incredible. is unmatched. The uh, Okay, so I saw this tidbit. It's in the notes. The I, I saw this on Twitter. I don't know how true it is, but I, there were some people that were like agreeing in the replies, so I was like, oh, it must be true. The last quarterback to lose a game in Orchard Park on Monday Night Football was John Elway. I would love for somebody to It's a shame we don't have look that up. It's a shame we don't have We've only had a few Yeah, Chris could for sure let us know. The only two that I can remember playing in Orchard Park were and and I'm sure there's been another one, but the Monday night game last year against the Patriots, it was super windy. They ran, they only threw the ball three times or whatever. And then we played the Patriots on Monday night, I think in 2018. And Derek Anderson was our quarterback because our starter, Josh and our backup, I think it was Barkley were both hurt. So Derek Anderson started against Tom Brady that was fun. We kept it close for a bit, but besides that, I can't remember. So, uh, anyway, that was our first home Monday night win since John Elway was playing football. Seems impressive. Uh, but beside the fact the crowd was incredible, there wasn't a single empty seat in the whole place expected, but nobody like it was 41 to seven in the third at the end of the third quarter. Nobody left. There wasn't a soul that left that building until they benched Derrick Henry and Tannehill and we took Josh out and people started leaving. 
which was fine because that prevented some traffic afterwards. But there's very few times where you look up during the national anthem and like, like you don't see an empty seat. Yeah. That's because the stadium can be sold out, like whatever, but you know, like up in the top corners, like every stadium has a couple that are like, you know, it's not exactly full, full there. I couldn't spot an, an empty seat. And it was like that for the playoff game against the Patriots because that was our first one at home with a full stadium in a long time. Um, But, yeah, so cool. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, just on a different level. Incredibly fun to watch. I mean, and and the we had a pick six. You you watched the game, I'm assuming. Yeah, Uh, turned it off shortly after they – Benched Tannehill. Okay, that that was when they benched Tannehill. Was after the Matt Milano pick Milano six. Pick six. I saw that. Me, Sam, and T Bass were just chilling on the bench, like chatting it up, dude. Watching pick you know, sixes. Wa- watching are they? You have no idea when they're coming. Holy crap! Where's my helmet? Exactly. Well, that's why I wrote. That's what. That's why I wanted to talk about it because. We we were on like the, I think the Titans were like on the minus thirty or something. It was like a forty yard pick six return for a touchdown, and we were on the opposite thirty forty watching the game, like on the defensive benches where they're not, yeah. you know, they're on the field, yeah. and we just we get up and we just run to get our helmets. Like you at didn't the other, bring you didn't bring your helmet with you. Dude, no, it's at the kicking net. Oh my gosh, you have I don't sit to. with my helmet. No, I don't sit with my when helmet. We, when we are <clears> on, <throat> when we are on defense, and I am at the other end of the field from where, like where we, where our kicking net is. We were I'm on that always. End. I, we were on the same end as the kicking net. So you were what fifteen yards from your helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. you weren't like sixty yard, like no, 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 no. Way at the other end of the side. No, no, no. Okay. we were like the page, like the Titans were here, and they threw the pick six this way, ran it in. We were like here watching, had to run to the kicking net and then go on the field. But when we went over the kicking net, nobody knew whose helmet was who. I was like, "Give me my helmet!" And it, we, it was hilarious, and we just spread it out. And thankfully, I always have my helmet the, by me. When, when I don't like carrying it around defense. until it gets cold. Well, if I'm sitting on the I bench, it'll wear sit right it all next game. to me. Yeah, but I don't always sit on the bench. So, oh, see, if I walk like if I walk away from the kicking net, I'm sitting on the bench. Oh, see, I'm not, like I don't stand. I don't stand. On, I, I and I guess because I guess it's because I like being in Miami. You get worn out so much faster. Yeah, that I've learned that the more time I can be off my feet during the course of a game, the better. Otherwise I'll get to the fourth quarter and I'll just be gassed. I have learned that if I'm not at the kicking net, I'm sitting on the bench, either the bench is right next to our kicking net or at the other end, I'm taking my helmet either way. And it's sitting right next to me. Yeah. But I I have felt that feeling before the Holy crap. Where's my helmet? 
we, we yes. because we had we had two and it's it's not necessarily the same thing but we had two long long touchdowns off of third downs uh oh. in the Baltimore game and so we oh, were so we were like punt, we were like punt alert i was you know i was like in the mindset of okay all right it's like third and 10 or third and 7 like all right we're about to go out here and punt touchdown Touchdown again. Like you go from, you go from punt mode to field goal mode. And it's, it's a tough thing. Like people don't realize that it's not the same snap. It's number one, it is a complete, completely different distance, but it's you, you have to be so much more accurate and you're thinking about so many other things when you're snapping a field goal snap versus a, a punt snap that when those field goal or extra point snaps sneak up on you, like they, like you have to really, really focus in when you're, when you get to those moments, like on a pick six, Yeah, it's, yeah, it gets crazy. It's more challenging than the average fan would realize. Yeah. Tell us about, uh, Dane Jackson. Is he, is he doing okay? Um, Dane, Dane is okay. He, I think he tweeted something. He's that he was all right. Let everybody know. Uh, the team put something out that he was. Yeah, doing I okay. saw what I saw what the team. <clears throat> it was what the team had put out. Yeah, but. it was not going to get into it. Not going to post the video. It was pretty gnarly. It was hard to watch for sure. But yeah, super happy that he is okay. And a lot of a lot of prayers for him. Hope he. I don't know his kind of like return to play schedule but he was up and at him today so yeah love to hear that the i was trying to pull up the results of our poll the after the snap clutch snap of the week we have a week two winner (laughs) the winner of the week two after the snap clutch snap of the week between Jake McQuaid of the Dallas Cowboys game-winning field goal against the Cincinnati Bengals. They won 20-17. to And Casey Creeder of the New York Giants against the Carolina Panthers. They won 19-16. to Two very similar scores. I wonder who won. The leading vote-getter for this week's After the Snap Clutch Snap of the Week is... Jake McQuaid of the Dallas Cowboys. Congratulations to Jake. Snaps for Jake. We are so happy. Jake has been doing it for a long time. Yes. Congrats. And, uh, congrats to him. He snapped in LA for, I want to say like 10 years. And now he's been in Dallas for 10, for not 10 years, for a few years. Uh, once, uh, Bones, their special teams coordinator moved over to, Dallas to coach with uh, Mike McCarthy. So uh, congratulations to Jake McQuaid. And uh, we will be posting the video of your snap and tagging you on social. After the snap, clutch snap of the week, congratulations to Jake McQuaid. I want to hit one more thing. Uh, the most important, I think, part of the podcast this week, and it's our last kind of NFL bit if you will, it is Ferguson Bowl Week, the fifth edition. Let's go Ferguson Bowl Week. Ferguson Bowl Week. And uh, just 
a oh my goodness, we met. I missed the I missed the at bat. Judge just hit a ground rule double. So uh, it sounds like he was pretty close to hitting 61. Mm. Um, so we'll just have to wait a little bit longer. Um, the short back porch to was it, just a little Ferguson bit shorter. A little too long. Back to Ferguson Bowl. Uh, this is the fifth meeting of the brothers, the brothers Ferguson. I have – this sounds bad. I, ha- I was going to say I have way too many people. I have a lot of people that ask – what mom and dad wear when Dude, they go to the front. I had like five people ask me today. Yes, yes me too. Like teammates, people Players around the building. Staff. Yeah. Yes. What hey, does, what does your mom wear? Do they cheer for the home team? Yeah. Where do they I have people ask like where do they sit? And I'm like, in the family section? I don't know. Mom so for those out there wondering, mom they sit splitting the 50 yard line yes so that they no they they sit splitting the uprights so that they neither face one side line over the other they're directly yes. in the so middle they, so they can they, see both faces they don't lean one way or the other that's right um the, the mom has the split jersey yes obviously and for those asking um who does she root for more? The Bills half is over her heart. Okay. Um, so just for those people that are wondering. Stop it. For those people wondering. <laughs> wonder, they're wondering. Where did they're you come up people, with that? The people are wondering. Um, and dad goes, uh, dad is not a big Jersey guy. Not uh, a Jersey dad, guy. Dad goes split outfit. He usually goes hat. One team hat, one team shirt. Yep. Um, that's kind of his go-to. And I have a uh, feeling it'll be Dolphins shirt. Bills. Hat. I think he goes home team shirt. Yeah. I think. Can confirm Sunday. Can confirm. Once again, the vibes for the dull fans. All time high. The only fans. The dull fans. That's a hint on our uh, a little throwback to an earlier episode of the podcast from a few weeks ago. Um, the vibes will be an all-time high yeah. for Dolphins fans. When, and this is not at all, dig at, at, to you guys at all. When, like, when uh, was the last time that the that there was this much hype around the team? Honestly. I mean, bef- it had to have been before, uh, probably before you got there. This is not at all. Yeah, yes. A, you know, Definitely like, before I, I got Genuinely there. asking because like, I think it was probably like 2017 when we went down there and had to clinch a playoff spot and it was like, like we were battling, but like the, 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 but even then, like, like fans, but even then you didn't, there wasn't a feeling of, Oh, this team is, you know, battling to be one of the top teams in the NFL this year. Like it wasn't, right. you haven't had that since probably since Marino was, was rolling around and I mean, just chasing after. Yeah, I mean, you would, yeah, you would know better than me. Yeah. Right. Right. You would know better than me. Um, but I mean, it's, but they've, they've got their guy at QB. He's balling six touchdowns, six touchdowns, six tutties. 
469 um, yards and six tuds for our offensive player of the week. One more thing that I wanted to hit on. So we have played each other four times. Yes. And we have traded jerseys twice. I have a green and a white. It's aqua. Oh, sorry. Come on. Aqua. Not on purpose. Disrespectful. Uh, we have worn, I think we have worn our throat, our throwbacks. I want a Blake Ferguson vintage, whatever y'all call them. What do you call them? Is there a, they have a throwback. nickname? Throwback. throwback. Yeah. Uh, I want a throwback Blake jersey so bad because I like them. I like the way they look. I love our throwback jerseys are my favorite. The, the white with the standing buffalo. Fantastic. The logo is so, so cool. We have worn those in Miami. I think we wore them against you guys last year at home too when we swapped jerseys. I think you have the jersey, so you know. I assuming you guys are not wearing throwbacks this week. I don't think so. Oh, you don't know. Um I mean the the Well, I know you're not because we're wearing blue, so you're not wearing Well, we have aqua. We have both. We have both throwbacks. We have both throwback white and a throwback. Oh, really? Uh, aqua that we've what? Worn. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, I didn't we, know that. What color wore, pants do you wear with the? Do you wear white pants with both? We wore throwback because it's a different. We wore throwback white last year against the Colts. Okay. Uh, oh, yep. Yeah, okay. It's a different color, though, isn't it? It's a different. Okay. It's like a oh, darker cool it's like a darker aqua. It's like a darker aqua. Um, like more of a greenish to it. And then tint. we I think we wore the throwback aqua against the uh Patriots uh the last uh, game the, of last season. Okay. Yep. Which is that one. Is that Got probably it. that's probably the one you were talking that's about? That's the one I'm talking about. I forgot y'all had the white. Yeah. Because it looks similar to the other one. The green the the home throwback. I have to is imagine more noticeable than I have to imagine that early in the year they're gonna want us in our white uniforms at home as much that's, as possible. That's we always wear blue down there early in the season for that exact reason. Um so I, I was expecting yeah. Until we play you guys in Miami in December, late. yeah, which hadn't happened, I think, since seventeen. We haven't Probably played a late game playoff, down there yeah, in a while. Playoff game, um, not the playoff. It always game seems to Miami, be, you know what I mean. It always seems to be Miami early, Buffalo later. Um, when is that? When is the second game? It's like week fifteen, I think. I oh, we, like around Christmas? I think we have a yeah. I think our week 15 is is Christmas. We play Chicago. I think on Christmas we Eve. I think we do 3 games in a row on the road. I think we do No way. I think we do yeah. Yeah, oh. we do we do at San Fran December 4th uh staying in California at LA and then Oh, okay. And then at Buffalo December 18th. Chargers or Rams? Chargers. Uh, the Chargers. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then at, at Buffalo, Buffalo the December. week before Christmas. Okay. And then, because you guys are home on Christmas. Home on Christmas Day Packers. against the Packers. Yep. Got it. Okay. That's the game I remember. And then at New England 
on uh, New Year's Day. Cool. That'll be very cold. Yeah. And then we all, this is the first year in a long time that we haven't played them in New England the day after Christmas or the Christmas Eve or something. We always play them that Christmas yeah. weekend. I and I had been to a couple of those matchups yeah, for sure. Um, and then home home versus the Jets to finish off the regular season. Vibes Pumped will be high for this week. I hope you Full-time were vibes. Litty. I hope you were lit T for it because this side of the Zoom call is. Love it. A um, few more things. I uh, want to hit on LSU. Um, finding a groove. Maybe. They are finding a groove. Um, and I'm, I've been extremely impressed with uh, our boy, Jaden. Uh, Jaden Daniels leading the pack. I've seen a bunch of stats floating around him. He is like up there in terms of QBR quarterback rating across the nation. So he's nice. like, he's doing a great job. He's, he's leading, leading from the front. He is proving to be extremely mobile, which is great. Dude can uh, tote the rock, tote the pill. He needs uh, to be careful offense. though, toting that rock because he's taking some hits. <laughs> yes, he's he not, is. he, yep. like Joe Burrow, does not want to slide. Yeah. And yep. got to be careful. Got to be careful. This week would be a great time to learn home game against New Mexico. LSU's favored by 30 plus. I've been talking um, smack for so long since they announced that game to Jason Sanders. Oh, he is a he is a noted got him him and uh, New Mexico to, that's right. They New Mexico Lobo. Yes. Yep. So that'll be it'll be a good one. I should be easy take care of business I think and LSU's move on to Auburn by forty one maybe thirty one thirty one okay thirty one and a half. Do they cover? Um, I'm gonna say yes okay. because I think they're gonna want to be rolling pretty good going into Auburn next week, which is always a tough place to play for the Tigers, uh, the LSU Tigers. And Auburn is not doing too well this season. I know they lost to um, – I can't remember who who the first game was they lost to, but they lost to Penn State last week. And they're, I think they're just they're, – they're kind of all over the place at the moment. So um, what would normally be a pretty huge rivalry game, um, depending on what Auburn does this week and hopefully if LSU gets the win, uh, LSU might be favored. Um, so we'll keep our fingers crossed there. But uh, going back to the game against Mississippi State, LSU was losing by six in the third quarter, and LSU punts it away. Mississippi State fumbles the punt, and uh, Slade Roy, hopefully a friend of the pod soon, the long snapper Slade Roy, transfer from, uh, I believe, Eastern Carolina, uh, he is balling out this year. Had a huge tackle in the Florida State game, popping some pads. Uh, he recovered the fumble, and I believe it was the turning point, the absolute turning point for the Tigers to continue on and win the game against the Mississippi State Bulldogs, the Mike Leach Bulldogs. Um, so we go on, we score that drive, we get the ball back, score again, get the ball back, Rip off a long run for a touchdown, and that and that was that. It was like thirty-one sixteen in the blink of an eye. That was fantastic. 
is big, Slade big, Roy. Big Slade. Is That's Slade an awesome Roy, name, by the way. That was what I that was where I was going with that. Is he on the all name team? For long snappers has to be. He's, I don't know on, he's, that the, he's, he's the snapper on the all name roster. I don't know that he's breaking some of these. So so here here is the all names all name team. Is this for college? For college football. Uh, when when did this come out? This is as of August 11th of this year. This season, okay, that's good. Uh, quarterback General Booty from Oklahoma. Uh, that's a that's a layup. Auburn's running back Tank Biz- Bigsby. Okay, that's a, a gimme. Lazu running back Juvinsky Schlenbaker, Schlenbacher, <laughs> wide receiver from ULM. What's his nickname? Uh, Juvie has to be Juvie. Juvie. Juvinsky, okay. yeah, gotta be Juvie. Uh, well, I um, didn't know if it was J A like Juvinsky no, or it's D J O U V E N S K Y. Did Juvinsky? Did Juvinsky? Okay, so it's got to be just wow. Juvie. Wide receiver DJ. from ULM, Boogie Knight. Wow, Buffalo That's close to Suge Knight. <laughs> Buffalo wide receiver Booby Curry, and. Noted wide receiver from Nebraska, DeColdest Crawford. Ah, yes. Um, Cannot forget DeColdest. Couple greatest, other, uh, greatest NIL deal of all time. Yes. couple other noted ones. Uh, there is a linebacker at South Carolina named Hot Rod Fitton. There's um, no way that's his real name. There's an Ole Miss defensive lineman named Demon Clowney. Alabama defensive back. Kool-Aid McKinstry. No way. Kool-Aid. This is not is not a real person. It is. Look him up. And okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna name this player and you have to tell me where he goes to school. Okay. He's a linebacker. Okay. His it's name a is normal guy here. His name is Buck Coors. <laughs> Spelled like the beer. He plays when football I, at App State. No, but you're on the right track. You have a teammate that went to school where he went to school. Okay, which doesn't really narrow it doesn't down. Narrow, I mean, I've got this is what this is what Buck Coors looks like, and I zoomed in on his face so that you couldn't see. Okay, what his, position? He's a linebacker. No, what position Buck does Coors. my teammate play? Oh, that would give it away. George Southern? No. That would give it away? Yeah. Wyoming? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, my gosh. Buck Coors. Buck Coors. Oh, he's swagged. G fit he's it swagged up. out. That's, that's like white boy swag to the moon. Does, the dark Slade, does Slade Roy make the all-name team? Yes. He has for snappers. To. Kicker, yes, he kicker is snapper. from Houston, Bubba Baxa, who I believe, I believe Bubba Baxa was at Miami, University of Miami before. I could be wrong on that. Okay. Colorado State punter Patty Turner, P A D D Y, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> He's from, from Scotland. Yeah, Patty. Uh, <laughs> Sir Paddington. <laughs> 
Patty. And then Patty. And Patty. Then, o, Patty O'Connigan. <laughs> and then Long Snapper Slade Roy from Long Snapper Slade Roy. Oh man, I didn't think we'd talk about Slade that much, but here those we are. are some of my. I think that's some of the best names. UNLV has an offensive lineman it's named happened. Tiger Shanks. That's a great name. And Charlotte has a an offensive lineman named Panda. Panda Askew. <laughs> Panda Askew a question. Panda Askew a question. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. We need to move on. Okay. Last thing. Pujols is two away. We've been talking about it for weeks. Um, and apparently we just learned today that playoff homers don't count. So he would be at 717 if yeah. playoff homers counted towards your record. Like what? Okay. I feel gypped, first of all. How many people on this planet do you think knew that playoff homers? Well, I also didn't saw count? something that I also saw something that the, that somebody compiled a list of all of the home runs, I guess, that he's hit maybe like, since he started playing professional baseball, it's like 800-something. Oh, like in the minors? Like in the minors and like oh. in maybe like overseas, like if he played when he, I don't, I don't know. It was like 837. I'm like, <laughs> anyway, uh, when he hits 700, it's going to be electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Judge, we just hit on it. He is still playing. Sitting at 60. He hit 60 last night. The kid that caught it, uh, is a baseball player, like a local. He's like 20 years old, but he caught it in left field and he traded for a picture. Him and his boys got a picture with Judge and a few signed balls and signed bats. I need your thoughts. When I was told, I have a very strong opinion. I think it was you and Caleb maybe in our group were talking about the fact that the guy gave the ball away for free, which I, I don't know. I feel like a signed ball I, – I feel like signed balls and signed bats are, are compensation enough. I mean, now if it's like – if it's like Pujols 700, maybe we're talking – I need some – you just slip me some uh, some dough, some dough for a rainy day. But I don't know. I, I think I think you know, good on the good on the kid for for giving it back for a couple baseballs and a couple signed bats. I mean, what do you think? I think he got gypped highly. You know, I can see both sides of it. He is like he's a huge baseball fan. He said he appreciates everything the judge has done and what he means to the team, wow. to the fan base, to the organization, all that kind of stuff. That's fantastic. Um, cash, sweet tickets, season tickets for a couple years. Like you got to get a little more value out of catching that ball. I did see the tied Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth's record. Babe Ruth hit 60. He tied Babe Ruth. Did you see? see And they got a signed ball. Did you see the quote? Is is this a real quote from Babe Ruth talking about? I don't know. I think it is. I think it is. When he hit his 60th home run, Babe Ruth said, 60, 
count them, 60. Let's see some other SOB match that. When Aaron Judge hits his 60th home run, quote, to get a chance to play baseball at Yankee Stadium, packed house, first place team, that's what you dream about. What a guy. Caleb's right. That tweet reads like a tweet from a parody account. It's the onion. It's the onion baseball. It's a tweet from Jeff. Is it Passan? Passan. Passan from ESPN. Almost a million followers. There's no way that's not a direct quote from, from Babe Ruth. It's legit. Somebody said, Um, somebody said that Babe Ruth hit home runs against plumbers and bus drivers. He did. Judge is hitting him off the best guys in baseball. Unbelievable. Pujols and Aaron Judge watch. You'll find it here next week. I don't want to let this one slip because I I feel like this needs to be talked about more than it is. Do you think Kyler Murray got slapped on purpose? No. Okay, I don't think he did either. Because I watched the video back and it looks like the guy it looks trying like the guy like in the polo shoulder. looks yeah. like the guy in the polo is like trying to tap his shoulder pad and he just like moves over and like brushes straight down yeah. his face. And then he comes didn't back. feel good. It certainly didn't no. feel good. And then he comes but I don't think he, he did like comes forever. back ready to like fight the guy or yeah. whatever he was gonna do, tell him off. I mean if you got hit in the face that hard, I think you would be a little upset. But I don't think he did it on purpose. But it was like he was going after the wrong guy too. He was going after the guy on the like on the front row. Oh the yeah, was, well, was I think like he, just, he probably didn't row. know. It's weird. I don't think it was on purpose. But I, I will say, what an awesome play he made! I guess a couple of plays that he made at the end of the, that the game. two point conversion was fantastic. Two point conversion, but also that I guess was it? Two, did he do two two point conversions? One, the one where he like ran around for like yeah, yeah that was a that was a I think that was a touchdown or okay. there was another two point conversion I saw that, he that clip, a little bit yeah and then yeah. I actually saw it matched up with a, like a sideline cam on JJ Watt like watching oh it. wow and they like the whole sideline just went nuts that's um, cool but he like unbelievable series of plays yeah. with Kyler using his feet there at the end of the end of the game I had to bring that up because. I didn't think he got hit. People are going back and forth on social media about it. I think it's pretty obvious that the guy who did it in the video didn't mean to. He was like trying to celebrate and wasn't like intentionally trying to be violent. But yeah, see what the police investigation provides. That's a wrap on this week's episode of After the Snap. As always, subscribe to us: YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Go follow us on social media at After the Snap Pod. Find all updates and meme content there. We will see you next week. This has been After the Snap. Tales from two brothers who live life upside down 